And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. I think Vic might be hot, yes. but like not really hot, like kind of the way that Luke from uh, Gilmore Girls is hot. Okay, yeah, I I literally have in my notes a hunk, I imagine, of a man jumped in to save Connie is a sentence. I know. Because <laughs> that was just my immediate thing. Was yeah. Like, this guy is like rugged and attractive. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's not like, he's broad, but he's not built. No. He's built, he, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, he probably has some stubble. Is yeah. it salt and pepper? He's been in jail. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Some like, uh, like Steve Carell stubble situation. Mm, yeah. But I mean, he's definitely not he's Steve Carell because he's got to be big and ruggedly handsome. Yeah. I think yeah. he's hot. Yeah, no. He must I... be hot. And Connie like swoons for him a bit. Yeah. Oh, I know. I There was a couple points that I wish I was like, Connie, you're hitting on us. I was like, bankrupt. at what point is this cheating? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know we're not there yet, but, but like, also, it's a conversation that's worth having. Right. Is 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 Connie into this? We'll save it I, for when Alyssa comes on the I pod. Think, I think Connie might be into this. <laughs> I think Connie might. Be, I know things are on the rocks with Mitch, but uh, doesn't yeah, mean but you can just run off with the first going, guy that drags you out of the street. She's road tripping to him to apologize. Yeah, yeah, that is happening. Yeah, is he I, wearing? I think he's wearing a flannel. Maybe I'm, de- I'm just imagining no, I'm Lucas. Definitely it's picturing a flannel. Yeah, but not a hat. And nope. like. No hat. He was wearing a leather jacket. Yes, he was wearing a leather jacket. We do, we do get that confirmed. Definitely jeans. But he stripped the leather jacket off to jump in the, in the stream. And there's a watch in there somewhere. Connie. There is. There's a watch in the pocket. Uh, what kind of shoes is he wearing? Uh, I'm kind of picturing like work booty kind of. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like not like, like nicer work boots. Not yeah, like. Not like destroys or but, something. No, <laughs> but like, like some leathery. Yeah. Worn ones. Yeah. All right. I, I think that justifies I, I, a cold that open. Is, <laughs> that is the cold open. There it is. Is it become less cold if we address it as a cold open? Probably. Oh, wow. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And I'm way too close to the mic right now. I'll join you. I mean, it would be fine if I actually talked in a normal voice, but I'm using my announcer <laughs> voice and it peaks. Announcer Chris. I, I can't even put that in there. And I'm using my announcer voice, which peaks. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough. It, we'll, we'll get better. I promise, guys. We're only like 50 episodes in. That's not true. 40? Uh, this is episode 37. Four, yeah, okay. 37. 
creeping up on 40. If you count the Christmas episode, this is 38. There you go. Dylan, what episode are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, we're talking about episode 528, Silver Lining. Oh, boy. It is uh, episode... 528. I, I know it's 528, and that is false. 529? Nope, it is 530. Wow, I'm wrong. My notes are wrong. I'm going to shut up now. No. We're talking about episode 530, Silver Lining. Yes. Yep. <laughs> how, how, how exciting is that? Uh, not. Um, it is a uh, thesis statement. Me. Yeah, I, I, I like it. It is the ninth episode of the In Hot Pursuit album. Yeah. Um, it is uh, yeah. written by our boy Nathan Hubler. Gotta love it. And uh, directed by Marshall Younger. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and we've got some interesting guest actors, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to do that off the top? We don't usually do that. I'm I'm down to do it. I think if we do it off the top, I think it's a I think it's a good thing. Okay, Maybe just get it out of the way because otherwise yeah. it interrupts the flow. Okay, uh, uh, tweet at us if this is yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> also, tweet at us if this is worse. That just was... just tweet at us. We're lonely. Um. So we've got uh we've got four uh guest characters in this episode. I guess. Mm-hmm. Five, if you count the gift store clerk, who is unfortunately not credited. Poor Rest guy. Rest in peace, the gift store clerk. Yeah. Um, who actually is kind of fun. But, yeah, I like him. But we have uh, Wilda Murphy, um, who is the bird lady, mm-hmm. um, voiced by Shirley Mitchell. Uh, As opposed to the lady bird. Correct. Uh, Shirley Mitchell, who is unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, Rest in peace. She had a nice long life at died in 2013 at 94. Wow. So, but she was uh, similar to, was it, we talked about it a couple episodes with, oh, I think it was with Jack. Yeah. But similarly, she was a radio person. Oh. And then transitioned to television um, and did tv all through like the 50s 60s 70s and was on some episodes of i love lucy um and also had some recurring spots on different things she was looks like like in some like more variety show kind of things quite a bit Hmm. um and uh perhaps something that values voices yeah uh exactly (laughs) um a theme yeah and then uh what her 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 final credit was in uh in 2012 uh she was on an episode of mad uh playing betty white interesting voicing voicing betty white but whatever mad like the cartoon yeah mad mad tv yeah yeah Yeah. great she was also on an episode of fresh prince how about that just crazy these are some weird people and Desperate Housewives, The Game. What? Which is a 2006 video game that apparently What, what platform exists. did that come out on? Is that one of those DVD games? It's like Choose Your Own Adventure, but it's on a DVD. It was a PC game. Desperate Housewives, The PC Game. Yep. Oh boy. They, let, they just let anything turn into a video game back then. Yeah. 2006 it was a crazy time well and like it's just so funny to me now looking back at it because like there's there's so many games like for for pc now with steam and stuff like that 
But like, like there was a Lion King game for the Sega Genesis. Right. Like, why? Every movie had a game tie-in. Yeah, why? I don't know. Oh. And, like, it worked, I yeah. guess. Sometimes yeah. they were good. I mean, I had the Lion King Game Boy game. There you go. Did Adventures in Odyssey ever have a game? I think so. Write into us if you know otherwise. Yeah. Um, also, in this episode, we have uh, the character of Vic, uh, who is voiced by a guy named Gary Clemmer. Mm. Uh, That's a hot name. Gary Clemmer has not done anything of particular note. He's been in a lot of tiny roles on shorts that, like, I don't know, were produced for I don't know why. Like, like he's, he's basically he, done nothing with his life. Yes, that's what exactly. I'm that's no, what I'm he's saying. just he's just been in a bunch of very small productions. Cool. Um, and then we have um, Officer Tim Hartzell, voiced by uh, William Holmes, um, who has done a lot of video game stuff. Um, he played Edward Deegan in Fallout Four. What a for great everyone game. who 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 knows who that is um and he also has been in a handful of episodes of rick and morty as who uh in two episodes he's just credited as a voice so he's just doing background vocals and in one episode he's credited as vendor oh okay so he's the vendor in look who's purging now (laughs) what a great show so yeah if you there guys, you go yeah and then uh last but not least we've got brad diamond uh voiced by dale ingram um who has also done video game stuff um to some extent and also apparently appears on a handful of shows as an announcer <laughs> which kind of makes sense with his voice yeah um so yeah there you go that's that's There's our a, uh that's I-M-D- our indeed imdb deep dive Ooh, yes. For 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 the week. Yeah. Um, our, our little little backstory on the random people who come together to do an episode of Odyssey. Well, which is and you know, before we get to the promo, I think it is it's interesting because like new because it's an audio medium and stuff like that, like I think it makes it easier to accept new characters. Yeah. Like they just kind of come in and come out and yeah. it's neat because there's so much of Odyssey is with reoccurring characters that when they do travel and you meet these new people, like, I don't know. It's, it, yeah. it's, it, it feels more foreign just because the existing universe is so well established. Yeah, it is. It is fun and weird. And like, I like doing like looking into the voice actors and whatnot, because it's this really weird place where Odyssey intersects with the secular world. Yeah in a way that like it's so isolated from in every other way but when it comes to the people that they come into that come into record yeah they use professional voice actors and so and it's one of the things that makes odyssey stand out so much is the fact that they have professional voice actors yeah but yeah i don't know Um, so that out the out the way let's roll the promo yeah yeah it is it is uh promo rolling time on the next Adventures in Odyssey, the road trip continues as Connie and Joanne make another stop. I'd forgotten how beautiful West Virginia is this time of year. But the peace doesn't last for long. Be careful, Connie. That's a pretty fast current. 
Joanne. It's called Gentle River Park. <laughs> I don't think we're... Oh, 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 it's a wet and wild ride on the next Adventures in Odyssey. It's a wet and wild ride on the next Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> that it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, fun fun promo. Good, yeah. good music. I like Very, the... like, it sounds kind of like, um, like fairy tale esque, like getting some, like, <laughs> Pied Piper yeah. green sleeve situation. No, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. That was pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good job on the promo. Fair, fairly, fairly inoffensive this week. You get, you get two thumbs up from Andrew. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. I think it's at this point that I'm going to point out that, so, we don't talk about this often, but Odyssey episodes all have a theme. So, like, if when you bought it on the CD, it had, like, the episode yeah. title, and underneath, in smaller text, in blue, it said, like, the theme, the theme yeah. of the episode. Yeah. What do you think the theme of this episode is? Vengeance? It is revenge. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> because is... the Chris wrap-up, and boy... I'm going to let you know there's a soapbox coming, and I'm going to jump on it. All right. I'm going to jump on it. Teaser for the for the end of this. And Andrew's hopping on that soapbox. So, yeah. Uh, uh, the episode starts with, uh, well, one, it's a cold open, but two, it's um, Connie and Joanne at Gentle what, Gentle River, is what it's called, in West Virginia. Uh, yes, it is Gentle River. As Connie Lake, Gentle River. constantly... I, it's it's a good runner throughout this episode. Yeah. Because, spoiler, Connie falls into the stream, and it's not very gentle. Oh, no. And so then, every time someone says gentle river, she just mutters under her breath, gentle river. Yeah. It is actually really funny. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. so the cold open is Connie and Joanne there, and I think she's like, uh, the table has sap on it or something. Yeah. She's going to wash Connie has sap river. on her hands and decides to wash them. So... Connie and Joanne have stopped at a rest stop um, going through West West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Um, And so she tries to wash the sap off of her hands in the stream, and she almost falls. And then she she falls. Which the sound engineering for this part is amazing. It is so good. Like, I would not be surprised if they, like, like, stuck a camera under a bath, like, in a bathtub while the water was running. Like, I... It's, I don't understand. It was so it's good. It's great. The splashing is great. I guess so. It, it we get the we get this right at the cold open. Yeah. Um. Which, unfortunately, we yet again have a wit intro. Yeah. With literally no mention of wit in this one. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even mentioned. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the engineering is awesome, and um, I'm, there's actually a little blurb about it in the official guide. So, I'm going to read Go for it. Uh, from, from this. So, uh, Katie Lee, going uh, somewhat method in this episode, brought a glass of water into the studio and purposefully coughed and choked on it for several minutes. <laughs> and then... Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis of you. <laughs> and then uh, sound designer Todd Busteed used a special technique to make it sound as though she was actually underwater. Wow. But all of that sputtering is actually Katie, Katie Lee, Lee sputtering in the studio. <laughs> Mildly drowning, actually. And it's, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, shout out to Katie Lee, who has now liked that post twice. Has she really? <laughs> she liked it with her personal account yeah. and with her page. Interesting. Please, Katie Lee, <laughs> if you are listening to us right now, please contact us. I really want to know if this is actually you. <laughs> if it is, why? <laughs> and also, thank you. And come on the show. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're a busy lady. You got stuff going on. I respect that. But also, it would be real cool if you could, you know, throw us uh, ungraduated Nathan Hubler's out in the wild a little bit of a little bit of a uh, clout from the Adventures just, and Odyssey world. Just imagine having one of our intros, yeah, like, with the scripts that we write. Yes, but it's her, her. doing the voice. <laughs> that will make the eight people that listen to this snap back <laughs> in their seats. They'll be like, what? Uh. Anyways, I would just like to talk to her because she's probably yeah. a very interesting person. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, so Connie's drowning, and all of a sudden, a guy, Vic, Vic, runs up and dives in after her, mm-hmm. um, and manages to drag her out. Yep. Uh, saying, uh, that he swims like a fish. Yeah, yeah. It says he he. Uh, don't worry, I swim like a fish. Um. And he doesn't intentionally doesn't give a name. Connie introduces herself. This is when Connie's like mildly swooning over the man. Yeah, this is where I was like, "You seem rather taken, huh? Interesting. I thought you were taken." Yeah, it it does feel a little bit like she's fawning over the guy, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Yeah. Oh yeah, They're, I'm very okay with it. She, she's she's on a journey to apologize to Mitch, but she can still find men attractive. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to shame you, but it yeah. was. It was kind of funny. I was like, "Wait a minute!" I literally forgot about Mitch for this episode. I was like, "Oh, Connie and Vic." All right, there it is. Make it happen, even though he has some definite age on him. Oh yes, the and man has been to prison. Yes. Oh yes. This is uh, Connie's fixer-upper. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, so the guy doesn't intentionally doesn't give his name. Yeah, and, and um, a wildlife photographer, which uh, we talked about earlier. Her name is escaping me at the moment. Is it? It's oh, Wilma. Yeah, Wilda. 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 That's why it's escaping me because it's a fake name. Yeah. So you aren't real. Wilda um, sees the whole thing happen and then mm-hmm. asks if she can take a picture. Yeah. Um, which David Vic says no and yeah. gets out of there. Yeah. Um. He and we find out that, yeah, immediately. that that Wilda is a uh, wildlife photographer specializing yeah. in birds. Oh, yes. And she chills at the park a lot and takes pictures of, was it the cowbird? Yeah, I want to I Google this. What the cowbird I want to see like? what a brown-headed cowbird is. Yeah, because she references it uh, all over and over again in the... Yeah. Um, in the show, like, she's obsessed with them. Oh, okay. Uh, it it's just, a real thing. It just looks like a bird. That's fair. Does it have a brown cap on its head? No, the whole head is brown. It's a black bird with a brown head for the male. The female's kind of boring. Ah, well, you know. That's how they be. <laughs> That's how they be. That's how the bird world be. They have cool eggs, though. Interesting. They're really? white with, like, black spots. Huh. I mean, that's perhaps where they get the cow name. Maybe. Yeah. Shh. And they are, the scientists. Uh, according to, uh, to, to good old uh, Wikipedia... They are year-round in West Virginia. Hmm. 
where this episode takes place. So this is this is another thing. Like we kind of sort of happens from time to time that we get like Continuity. a definitive location on where yeah. we're at. Yeah. Um and by that I mean we have a state. Right. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. I mean sometimes we get Chicago. That's, that's true. a city. That's true. That's that's more other specific. times we get Israel. That's a country. <laughs> yeah. There's so many options. Yeah. I mean you can't get bigger than a country, can you? I you mean, can continent. say a continent. Yeah, that's fair. As you can say, you know, Europe. Yeah. Oh, I Pangea. feel like I feel like it's been to, like the Eugenes in Africa. Oh yeah, is a thing that is said. <laughs> yeah, they don't like locations, do they? That's um, fine. Well, I, I mean, for the record, like most fictional shows try to avoid definitive locations. Yeah. It because, just opens up to... Yeah, it, it just... Distracts from the purpose. Yeah, it is distracting. Um, and we're getting distracted right now. Yeah, exactly. So then Connie and Joanne go back to the hotel. Yeah, well, first, she says she's going to go check the stationery, and Connie says, "What? why is she going to go write a letter? Is that a joke? So Stationery is what you write letters on. Correct, but the st- she's talking specifically about a stationery camera. Uh, Which, from context, is kind of obvious. She's a photographer. She's going to go check the camera. I didn't know a stationary was a kind of camera. Okay. Yeah. It's like she's got, like, a trail cam. It's the one they use later that's, like, the video camera that's mounted in the trees all the time. But it's just, like, yeah. So she's going to go check on that camera. Um, And Connie, yeah, is confused about the writing thing. All this is planting seeds for a later reveal. Um, But. Mystery. Um, but yeah, then she's sipping hot chocolate and getting warmed up. Yeah, back she was herself. in a river. Yeah, she, a not she's had a very gentle, gentle, gentle river. river, and a not very tricklesome lake. Um, and so they're they're in the hotel, and then they turn on the TV, um, and they see the news report of a man who robbed a bank, and it's the guy who rescued Connie from yep. the river. Which is, it's like, you know, it's a pretty sizable reveal, I would say. And um, and then they learn that his name is Vic, um, yep. who, as we mentioned before, different voice actor. Really cool. Um, and so Connie freaks out, and the person on the news says, like, you know, please come down to the station yep. with any information. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Connie and Joanne are kind of like, wait, uh, we actually have information. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to go and talk yep. to them about it. Yep. And we meet uh, Officer Tim, mm-hmm. uh, who is, in typical Odyssey fashion, the chattiest cop. Oh, yeah. So This chatty. dude, in addition to just going on and on about this active case in which a guy has escaped from prison and they are trying to hunt him down, he also has time for a backstory flashback about this guy yeah because he knows him drops the fact that he knows this guy yes that they went to high school together and like it's so much yeah it's like hi complete stranger let me tell you everything that i should not tell you given my current position right that being said i understand the service it serves Mm -hmm. yeah i understand why it's there and this um the sound here mm-hmm. phenomenal oh yeah so it's really over good. top of them talking we hear 
all the sound of this. So basically, the story that Tim's telling Connie is of Vic and his brother Sammy. They rob a store. He chases them as a cop, and they crash into a tree, and Sammy dies. Yeah. And so we get all of that happening in the background while he talks it. So we don't cut to this flashback no. scene, but we hear... It's a narrated event. With... We hear the door slamming, him running, sirens, driving yeah. away, a crash. Like, it's really, really cool. It's very much like a narrated flashback from a television show, just right. without the visual medium. That's exactly it. Is It's like when you have, like, those vignettes in yeah, a TV yeah. show, where it's like, and then we cut to, like, the past, and I'm voicing over it. Yeah. But, like... It's all done in audio, and I'm surprised it works as well as it does. Yeah, I'm surprised and it works, like it works really at well. All, but yeah, it's great. Um, and so yeah, so we get that we we learn like, so he's kind of escalated. He goes to jail. He then um, he learns uh, how to be an electrician. He gets out of jail. He basically swears off his life of crime. He says yep. like, you know, it everything really that happens like shook his, him. Yeah, his obviously his brother died, and right. he's he's a changed man. Yep. Um, he becomes an electrician. So he becomes an electrician and is pretty much living honestly, and then is um, accused of robbing a bank. Right, and then is what is he taken? No, he's yeah. he's on the run. No, he is arrested. Yeah, and then has he runs out like at his trial, he manages to escape. Yeah, uh, around the trial. Yeah, which is absolutely nuts. But um, <laughs> yeah, which there's some stuff in here where I'm like, okay, he's a bank bank robber. Like, I, is it really that easy to rob a bank? Like, wait, what? No, yeah. it's not worth getting into. No, um, I think that yeah. So then at this point, after this wonderful, delightful flashback, we cut back to the gift shop, right? Yeah. So Connie and Joanne are poking around this gift shop before they continue yeah. on in there it's trip. presumably in the park is my guess yeah yeah um, it is it is like the gentle river park gift shop or whatever yeah, yeah. like um, which national parks and like parks normally yeah. have those so yeah and so joanne has a line where she's uh talking about how much jack loves tacky gift shop stuff yeah which is really funny because yeah. he's like an antique dealer who clearly like knows what's up but then also is super into tacky gift shop stuff to which uh the un- unknown and uncredited gift shop uh gift shop clerk comes up yep. and talks about a uh what is it it's, it's some kind of fish it's like the singing fish on yeah the wall. it's it's a big billy bass except yeah. that it's a trout and it sings take me home country roads and if you press which is the gill so appropriate yeah. because it's west virginia oh yeah which is the line of that west song virginia oh <laughs> 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 uh yeah so it's it's a really nice bit and like basically so they're they're just chilling in this in this gift shop um joanne goes in the back to look at the singing fish and the guy also offers connie an invisible dog leash yeah i didn't really think twice about that like what is it like clear what i don't know is Is it a leash for an invisible dog or is it a dog leash that is invisible they have invisible fences for dogs, and yeah. maybe that's what the joke is. Is it just a taser? <laughs> I mean, I have a dog. I have one of those like shot collars for my dog. Would you call that an invisible dog leash? Because it's kind of like, don't do that. I would not, but 
maybe this guy's, but then why are they selling them here? I don't All right, know. Yeah, so many it's... questions, none of which are going to get answered. Yeah. Um. Until until Nathan Hubler comes on the show and can explain, it was Please. just a funny line. It was just, we just thought it was funny. It was a long Tuesday. We just threw it in there. Yeah. Um, um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Vic comes into the gift shop. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and so Connie doesn't, Connie doesn't recognize him at first, and then... She recognizes well, him yeah, pretty yeah. quick. I mean, he, he comes in and is looking, um, well, he's looking for his jacket, right? Yeah. Which he left by the river, down by the river. Have you seen? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, uh... Which he left by the river when he dove in to save Connie, and Connie recognizes him as you know the bank robber that she saw on the on the TV yesterday. Right, as you do, uh, you know, as you do, and um, and so she like she kind of like subtly freaks out, like not yeah. really. Actually, you know, good on her for keeping her composure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a bank robber there, I don't, I don't really know what I would do. I probably yeah, but just... it's a bank robber who also saved her life. Yeah, and is very handsome. Yes. So she's probably feeling all kinds of conflicted. And so she she says his name, mm-hmm. which tips him off that, like, yeah. oh, she must know. Yeah. And then he he gets her, to he dr- kidnaps her. Yes, but just she's by driving. Like, right. And he's just, like, forcibly talking to her? Yes. Like. Yes. Because there's no, there's no. There's no threat. There's no There's gun. no gun, there's no, no knife. Nothing. Yeah. She, it's just, like. You have a car? Great. Get in it and drive. Yeah. Which also, I guess he was just walked there? Yeah. I don't presumably. know. Presumably. But well, I mean, I guess if he was last seen around there, he was probably not too far away. But yeah. Um and we we find out that the reason he came back for his jacket is because his dead brother's watch was in the pocket of the jacket. Mm-hmm. He took the jacket off to jump in the river to save Connie. Yeah. Um and then throughout the course of oh no, no no it's not even then so he then he then tells connie the story of what all happened yeah in the same style that the police officer did where we get like the flashback but right, not really where we narrated. get sounds of what's happening yeah um and, and so basically the story is although th- this huh? does it starts out with sounds but i think it does actually cut to like a proper mm-hmm. scene in the past eventually it does yeah and then fade out of it so it's not quite the same but similar idea yeah and it's still well done i would say it is there is a bit of a disconnect because they actually do use audio but it's it's still well done oh yeah no it works um um so basically what happened was he he well when we were at the police office earlier it was we didn't mention it but vic was claiming innocence right on this he keeps saying that he was framed in the background you could hear him saying i'm innocent um was really well done uh and so in this he's connie's like giving him the benefit of the doubt like explain yourself like how are you innocent and so he goes on and tells the story about him being out of jail um you know kind of living the straight and narrow and uh this guy named brad comes by who he used to know yeah i think the implication is that he brad and tim like all went to school together yeah or at the very least like it's a small town and everyone knows each other yeah so uh brad diamond is the teller at the local bank Mm -hmm. um and he wants to rob it um and knows that vic has done robbery in the past and is also good with electronics yeah so he wants to you know get vic in to do Mm -hmm. it 
and so he goes and tells Vic his entire plan, right. like turning and that's off these at electric doors. The, that's up at the stream. Yeah, up at that place. Yeah, yeah, and then they go. Um, and Vic says no. Yeah, Vic says no. Um, Vic, I, I'm I'm out of this life. I don't want this. You know. And yeah. then he eventually hears that it happens and figures, you know, someone else must have just done it for him. Yes. Yeah, so, so somebody else must have must have done it for him, and then he gets um investigated later after the fact um just because like with the footage of like it's yeah. a small town we only have like you know one right. real criminal there's, there's someone limping in the footage yeah which he's got a limp from yeah. the car crash um and and there's and a so, ski mask right and, and so the sheriff's like, like i'm gonna you know the sheriff tells tim to get down there and search him and Tim does, but is like super apologetic. And yeah, just like he's really believe, nice about it. Doesn't believe the Vic did it. It's like the classic like two people grew up as friends, and then one becomes a cop and one becomes a bad guy right. trope. Yes. Um. Yep. But this is a reformed bad guy. Yeah. And and yeah, and then they Tim ends up searching the car and when pulling up carpet in the trunk, uh, finds money and the ski mask. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and so, so Vic's convinced Brad framed him. Yep, and is now hanging around to get vengeance. On well, yeah, Brad. so so he Brad framed Vic because he was the only one that knew about his plan. Right. So right, yeah, that's the assumption is um, that he's you know like if there's anybody that needs to be indisposed or to, to be disposed of, it was him. Um, and so Connie, which we didn't talk about this. Connie is in the car, which was... She must have been aggressively talked into this car. Right. She's driving. She's asking him questions. Vic's being vague. Then she slams on the brake. Yeah, she pulls over on the shoulder. With the criminal. Right. And, and is like, like, I'm not going anywhere until you tell me what's going on. And so he's like, So why did you what? go there in the first place? Yeah. Like, and what if he's armed? Like, right. Like, what? <laughs> oh, it's a crazy move, but then... He he finds out that that you know that Connie talked to Tim. Yeah, talked to the police officer, and he's like, "All right, you, you get out of the car." Yeah, and then he just drives it on his own. Like, why didn't he do that from the beginning? Why did he grab Connie in the first place? Yeah, I I, I don't. Know. I guess because she had seen him and could tell the cops to follow the car. Yeah. But then he doesn't clear that up here by just, like, letting her out on the shoulder because he's mad. Yeah. Um, But she also... Yeah, so she's pushing back on him wanting vengeance on Brad Mm -hmm. um, and has a line of, if you wait, it will all come out and you'll be free. (laughs) She's never seen making a murderer, has she? No. I was like, that is some serious privilege you're living in Yeah, yeah. That well, is, I mean, that's how we want like, yeah. it to work. Yeah. But uh, that's not always the reality. Nope. And there are a dozen of podcasts you can listen to for more on that. Yeah. <laughs> See, 90% of the front page because people love true crime podcasts. Yep. I have never gotten into them. No, not particularly me either. I I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's yeah. just a part of me that's wrong, and that's it. <laughs> um, or a part of this right, and everyone else is wrong. Ah, I like that one better. So, yeah, so um, Vic wants to go back to basically 
I don't know, a kill Brad, presumably. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to. He's he's not happy, that's for sure. He's going to go um, murder Brad yeah. Diamond. And then, so, Connie, basically, after she's abandoned at the side of the road, goes and finds Joanne. Yep. And they're like, well, I do believe that he's right. Like, I do believe right. that he's she's innocent. And so she innocent. needs, so she's, like, on a quest to prove right. his innocence. Yeah, we need we need to prove this. Um, And so, naturally, when they met, because she found out that they met Brad in the park. Right. Um, and, she, and part of the case against against um vic vic is in the is that brad testified that he had never seen vic before yeah so i guess that they didn't go to high school together he was just someone known around the town yeah but but he he was like hey i don't know this guy at all yeah um, and so and so this was so connie's like well if we can like find prove, prove that and so they go back to the gift shop but there are no cameras outside because uh quote what do you think they're gonna do rob the trees <laughs> yeah we really don't expect people to shoplift the trees it's just you want to catch a raccoon going through garbage yeah um and then i've got a nitpick here which is joanne asks him if he's got a phone book he says yep over by the phone joanne then picks up the phone and says the art gallery please so she is not using the phone book she is now talking to an, an operator. operator yeah so why didn't Joanne ask, do you guys have a phone I can use? And then walked over to the phone and Ooh, called blur. and called the uh, the gallery. We need to find gallery. his middle name so we can call him by his middle name when he messes up. I don't like that plan. Um, but Nathan uh, Joel Hubler. That's Nathan Haverstick. I, I, I know. Okay. Friend of the pod. Nathan Friend Haverstick. of the pod. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I, I don't get it. Yeah. It's just a So then yeah. So she talks to the art gallery to get a hold of um Wilda. Yeah. Fake um, name Wilda. Yeah. And and so when she she's meeting up with Wilda and Wilda has this running thing throughout the episode where she just assumes that everyone knows as much as she does about birds, specifically which is the brown-headed cowbird. Yeah. Although that's But a I thing assume that, you knew that. That yeah, that's a thing that bird people do though. <laughs> like my dad's a bird person and he does the exact same thing to me where he's like, Andrew, what kind of bird's that? And I'm like, It looks like a finch, Dad. And he's like, It's not a finch. I'm like, it's small. All the small ones are finches to me. <laughs> Unless they're a hummingbird, which you can totally tell. The small <laughs> ones are finches. <laughs> that's that's fair. So yeah, so they um the lady is like, why would I fo photograph people? You know, there's nothing from that day. And then she's like, but we can take, check the stationary camera. Yeah. Um, and so she's got this trail cam out there and they're checking footage from that day. And sure enough, we catch a guy with a limp and a guy who's clearly Brad Diamond mm -hmm. talking in the woods. Mm -hmm. And so it's in like the background of like some photo. Yeah. Of, yep. of birds or something like that yep. um and uh and so that's all the evidence that they right. need yep uh, and so uh joanne is gonna call the police and instead the police call her mm -hmm. <laughs> she picks up her phone and at that point it rings yeah and it's you know officer heart uh, harley <laughs> nope hartzel yeah and he's like you know we he's like we found your car mm -hmm. and they're like great we think we've got evidence that gets Vic off. And this is the thing I don't 
quite love is Hartzell's like pretty down on Vic at this point where he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we like, we've, you know, we've seen him try and like turn himself around, but he's clearly just a yeah. bad person, whatever, which is really against what we saw in the flashback where he's yeah. being like the nicest guy yeah, the nicest searching guy, this like, guy's really house. trying to help him. And so maybe he just lost faith after they found the stuff. Yeah. But... My, my guess is he just kind of has given up hope, which sucks, yeah. but you know, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, and so they do a uh, trip out to the the boat. Um, oh, they, they put together that Brad goes on, out on the boats. Yeah. On this day at this time, and the car was on the was on the bridge, and so clearly Vic is going to attack. Yeah. Attack. He's gonna Brad. jump in and swim. Right. And, yeah. And so we know he's a good swimmer. That yeah. was established in this episode. Yeah. Um. And so we hear him. Uh. And jump on deck in like yep. pirate style yep presumably and... knife in his mouth while he's doggy paddling <laughs> over like <laughs> yeah and he's gonna he beats up he's gonna ruin some brad and is gonna kill him um mm-hmm. and then they use the the ship to shore to radio mm-hmm. um radio the boat and connie's able to talk him down yeah just saying, like, hey, look, man, like, you know, what do you have to lose? Like, yeah. we, 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 we got you off. Yeah. She goes through and is like, this is what you were wearing during that yeah. incident, like, to prove, because he's kind of skeptical at first. Um, and it's interesting callback, because, so, basically, when when um, Vic finds out that Connie reported him, she's like, like, or he's like, I saved your life. Like, how could you do this to me? Right. And then... In this instance, basically, like, in the moment of highest tension, like, right. Con- Connie's like, like, you saved my life, like, I'm trying to save yours, right. like, I'm I'm trying to do you a favor yep. here, and that's what kind of, he's like, it, his line goes quiet, and he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then, so that's, like, the, the, the climax of the episode, and the rest of it is him, he goes... To, he goes to jail, right? Vic yeah, goes to he's, jail. he's headed to jail for assault and battery. Um, mm-hmm. Tim's like, I'm going to help you out as much as I can in the yeah. trial. Yeah. Um, hopefully when they see the circumstances, they'll be more understanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And yeah. and that's where it goes out. Like, there's, yeah. we don't, it's, do we hear from Connie afterwards? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe a little but, bit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, she might be there. Or for that I think scene. maybe Tim's talking to to uh, Connie about what's going yeah. on with Vic. Yeah, Tim, but, Connie, and Vic. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's an interesting. It doesn't feel like Odyssey. No, it doesn't. It's it's if you haven't been able to tell from the way we recapped it, a very plot heavy episode. Yeah, um, that doesn't have like a lot of subtext or things to read into. No. as like referenced by the revenge thing, like it's not really even like a biblical tie at all no. it is just like hey this would be a fun adventure for them to have while they're on yeah. the road trip uh it's also not at all tied to mitch uh but second episode in a row yeah yeah he'll be back next episode yeah we just yeah you know we wanted to cover the road trip yeah not just well and and we were thinking about it so like um you know it's it's important because so much of Connie's identity at this point in the series has been wrapped up with her being in a relationship with Mitch. Right. And uh, I think that what this what this road trip does is, like, I think it, it shows her, like, last episode, like, oh, I have a character. Like, like yep. I 
am my own person and I'm good at my own yeah. stuff and like yep. I'm valid where I am now. Yeah, it gives her some serious breathing room. Her interplay with Joanne is great. Yeah. But it also, yeah, it does exactly that. It's like, hey, I'm a real like person who's got depth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, she can stand on her own feet. Like it, it gives her identity to the leader and to, I think, to herself. Yeah. Um, that she she can exist without Mitch. Yeah. And I do I do think like she like even though Mitch isn't actually in this episode, she is kind of channeling Mitch's spirit oh, yeah. on this whole like oh, crusade yeah. to prove going, this guy innocent yeah, going, and like all of that it. stuff. And it's really fun. Because yeah. she didn't get to do a ton of detective work during mm-hmm. like Novacom, but she was always on the you yeah, know she was edges of that. To, yeah. Um and so it was fun to Whereas in this, like, when she has that moment where she's like, I'm going to do this, and then she does it. Like, you know, I'm going to prove this guy's innocent. Or at least I'm going to try. And then, oh boy, we get the Chris wrap-up of a century. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, lay into it. Lay into it. Okay, here we go. So this episode's all about vengeance, right? And then Chris comes on and is talking about, like, sometimes things are out of our hands, and so... You know, we have to let God take care of things and we have to trust in God's justice when we can't enact it ourselves. Which is like, okay, I have, I have issue with that because it's like, so we only care about God's sense of justice when we can't get our own way first <laughs> and then we're trusting to that God enacts justice in the same way that we want him to. Like, it's like, don't worry about it. This guy's bad. God's going to throw a lightning bolt right. down on him anyway. He's going to turn yeah. him to a pillar of salt. Don't worry. He's on your side. Like, right. Whereas, yeah. like, who? The life of death and uh, life and death of Jesus Christ does not point to that at all. No. If there's... If you're going to... Like, so they're referencing uh, the end of Romans 12. Yeah. In it. And so it's the whole, like, don't take revenge, leave room mm-hmm. for God's wrath. You know, it's yeah. written, you know, it's mine to avenge. I I, I will repay. Um, the interpretation of that should not be in this life. Yeah. At, bad people will pay. Yeah. It's like, as a whole. Yeah. For eternity. Like, we're not going to say... Or in that God's sense of like, justice is the exact same as ours, where it's like, yeah. you're a bad person, you get what you deserve, where right. it's like, wait a right, minute, right. the well, grace yeah. of God, like, where is that to be found? Right. And in this in this scenario, it's like both of these people are criminals, yeah. neither of them are Christians. We don't even have any talks about Christianity in or this God, episode. really. No, not at all. And so for it to be a, like... This guy who did bad has wronged this other guy to do who did bad, but God's gonna make things right. Yeah. It's like, well, yes, Wait, we all do what? bad, but like, do you seriously think like God's gonna be like, ah, this very specific scenario in which you betrayed you? That is something where I need to intervene. Yes, and, and like and make also, sure like... justice is served because we always make sure justice is served. <sighs> Right now, exactly in this life. Way. Exactly the way that you want it to be. That's why there aren't any bad people. Yep. Wait. We get rid of them all. <laughs> pillars of salt everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's rough. Her, yeah, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird interpretation. And it is so clearly just like a stretch, a, an intentional stretch to try and tie this to mm-hmm. 
the Bible because they always end with a verse and yeah. a moral. And this episode is a oh. fun romp. Yeah. Which, as a practice, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. As a practice, let's not weaponize the Bible. It's... I get the whole sort of the spirit bit, but no. <laughs> yeah. Um. All that being said, I like this episode. I, I really enjoy this it's episode. It's incredibly well made. It's yes. incredibly well produced. It would be an excellent episode for someone who has no connection to odyssey at all who you were just like you should like give audio dramas a shot yeah send them this episode it stands on its own it is beautifully engineered and it has no real repercussions or real ties to faith yeah yeah exactly it's 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 i mean it's genuinely interesting like it i don't know it reminds me a lot of the last chance detectives yeah um yeah but better <laughs> yeah so yeah, uh, I don't know. I I guess I have to change my thesis. It's 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 a uh, it's more than meh. It's it's good. It's a yeah. good episode. Yeah, I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you but... have anything to promote this week, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do a slightly weird promotion, and uh, there will be links in the show notes as always. But I'm going to uh, let you guys know that I have stuff for sale on both t public and redbubble mm-hmm. um it is not merch for this show despite andrew's desires that has not happened yet emphasis on yet <laughs> but i have day. other what if i make random merch? i won't endorse it that's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'll just cut all reference to it that's fair that's fair <laughs> oh no not necessarily but but yeah, um, it's a lot of, I don't know, random pop culture things that I enjoy that I decided to make into merchandise. There's a snap code that Rick rolls people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's random stuff. It's I don't good. know that any of you will enjoy it. But if you do, go take uh, a look. Yeah. T- take a look at it. If you buy something, uh, send me a picture of you. Wearing, uh, at, I mean, don't make it if if you don't want to send a picture, whatever. If you just like, just tweet at let, us. Let me know because that or would email be us. Nuts to me. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, you probably shouldn't actually buy anything unless you happen to be like a big fan of some of the things I am, and the shirts appeal to you. I don't know. This is the worst sales pitch. Just, You're doing great. This, this is a thing I do. Do it sometimes. If you like it, go if look you at it. It's probably not that good, but maybe it is. I don't yeah. know. It's up to you. Do you like me? Do you not like me? Just tweet at me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything to promote Andrew's, this week. Andrew's plug Notoriously plug-free. Plug <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we will be back in a week to talk about the next episode entitled Pink is Not My, my Color. God. And Mitch is back, guys. Thank goodness. Goodbye. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadfamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 37, Silver Lining, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.